Welcome to Live Let Thrive, a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Live Let Thrive. <laughs> what is up, Micah man? I am chilling, Stevie Stacks. How you doing? Oh, good, man. Recovering from a potential guest um, kind of berating us a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Long days, long days. Yeah, people are all on edge with this COVID, you know, lockdown, re-lockdown thing going on. Oh, well, we give them the benefit of the doubt. If you want to be a guest on Live, Let, Thrive, please have a laptop and a microphone. That's all we ask. Maybe a good set of headphones, too. That is all we ask. We're gonna get. We're gonna promote the hell out you. We're gonna get you out there. You know, hit us up and come correct, and we will help you out. That's all I'm saying. Facts. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta. You, meet, you gotta meet us halfway, right? Yeah. Uh, um, I've been good, man. I just. Um, yeah, it's just it's a me and you up today, and that's cool. It's like um, like spur of the moment because we had a guest lined up and that fell through, but we always we always you know have fun together doing this. Um, you know. Picking each other's brains. This is episode one thirty one of your favorite air, favorite Airbnb, VRBO, Home Away, Turo, all that stuff podcast. Speaking of Turo, real quick, uh, hey man, with Hertz oh, yeah, going out of business, good, uh... had a good little take. Uh, with Hertz going out of business, you know, bankrupt after like a hundred years of being in business, and um, these other ones are struggling, man. They they got these massive inventory of cars and expensive ass airport parking lots they got to pay for and all this shit. I think. Um, Turo might be sitting pretty, man. Who knows? I mean, they're the Airbnb of of renting out your car, right? So they don't have any inventory. They have zero inventory. They have they don't pay for parking lots, and they're they're renting out your car, and making money off you. That's that's the share economy. That that could definitely be a thing with Turo. Uh, people making money. I mean, because it took us two hours, an hour and a half to get a rental car when we went to Miami. Oh so, shit! Um, and, I, and I didn't know. Maybe I'm like, maybe it's from them selling off most of their inventory. Um, but then like they didn't have enough people out there washing the cars and getting them in. So it's that interesting. Hurts? Uh, that hurts? this was with, um, thrifty. thrifty oh, okay. I believe it was with thrifty and it, it like people were complaining, you know, but it was crazy. Man. They upgraded our car to a SUV. So we were cool with it, but oh, that's yeah, that could be, that could be a good little interesting thing to hop into is Turo. Man, that happened to me in Maui because like I went for the lowest price. Of course, most of us look at all the prices. Oh, I get this one, you know, can save a hundred bucks. And mm-hmm. I guess a lot of people think the same way. So we got to Maui, and we, and first of all, you have to wait for a damn bus to take you to the wherever your car is. And there was this freaking line, you know, for whoever we did, thrifty or one of the budget, one of those ones. Mm-hmm. And um, so you couldn't put everybody on the bus at the same time. It was pre-COVID, so you pack them in. But still, man, it was like two hours, man. I was like, man, it's the, after an eight-hour flight, the last thing you want to do is wait two hours to get your damn car, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then we got to the place, and there's long-ass lines in there. It's like, man, forget this, you know. I almost, I, I like, Going for the cheapest thing ain't always the best thing, you know. That might be a theme of our show. That that is true. Um, cause I, I remember we man, cause I don't know if you ever been to Miami Airport, but like to get a rental car, but you got to go through like two different Skylinks. It's like you got to go through a Skylink walk, like it's a mile walk. It's like <laughs> damn, dude. And then you get there, you got to wait an hour. It's like yeah. And this one dude, he went off up there. 
They're like, uh, sir, can you go to the back line? It's like, man, I ain't going to the back line. I've been waiting here an hour and a half, and y'all said my car ain't ready. It was going off, man. I was like, damn. People, seriously, though, you know. But Turo might be a good little thing to hop into. Um, if I was going to do a Turo, if I would, I would be very uh, market-dependent on that. I would go to, like, Miami's red states that are tourist-friendly. Well, see, you know, it's funny that I said that a couple of shows ago. I was like, you know, if you're going to travel right now, go to Republican states. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they're the one. It, the, but, the, but the caveat to that, because you went to Miami, and Miami, see, the, the states are red, but the city, the big cities are usually blue. So a little, so Miami went and shut everything down on your ass. The state was cool, you know, and then they started shutting things down. So I don't know. I, keep, I don't know what kind of advice to give anymore, but it's a big messed up world right now. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, because yeah, the tourist areas of Florida are very uh, are the blue parts, and then they start shutting down beaches. And I was like, damn. So, but we still had fun. But yeah, uh, the but like states, I would look at, and it's funny because I was just talking to Adam, Adam James before this show, and um, states I was looking at, he was talking about places like Tulsa, and he said Tulsa didn't get hit by COVID, and I was saying Arkansas didn't get hit. I don't think Tennessee got hit. Um, I would be like. Like, just like if you're going to be market dependent with tour, I'd be market dependent with short term rentals. Like, go to areas that didn't get hit by COVID, you know, make a list of those areas, small rural areas and red states that people got to drive to. Those book solid, you know what I mean? Yeah, these places like Dallas, Houston, I think they got hit. Um, you know, of course, your tourist places got hit. Everything in Cali shut down. Matter of fact, Again. Cali shut down everything and said that everybody was going to school online and I think San Diego and LA. So there's no, you're not going to school. So, and I still haven't no, I don't know what tech decision Texas has made on that. Um, I know my job told us we ain't going back into the office for the rest of the year. So. Yeah. <laughs> wow. yeah. They were like, it's, it's no point. He said, man, we ain't, you know, nobody's going back for the rest of the year. So it's, a, it's, it's crazy what's happening though. But you know, the real estate game still works. Uh, as long as the bank's giving out money, I think, you know, you're in a good position. Um, you asked me a very good question the other day about um, long-term renting my places that I'm, I'm doing the birth strategy on. And I don't know if people – did did we talk about that last week? Uh, we might have mentioned it. What was it again? About, um, you know, actually – putting the uh, leasing the place back to yourself oh, back to your, to your LLC. llt yeah you were saying the llc i'm sorry yeah uh, yeah i was leasing it back to my llc and then that your llc put it that your llc airbnb then the money's coming into your llc anyway and then you file your taxes on it but yeah so right, you can right, still right. yeah you can still because I, I i'm only holding it for six months the bank i was working with they're like oh you just need to deed the property for six months i mean i had to get to have mm-hmm. my name on the property for six months then they'll refinance it. So as long as banks still giving money, I think we good for now. Now I'm going to ask you something. I know, I know you have, you're juggling a few things right now, but like, do you ever feel like, okay, this is kind of frozen right here until, until this date, this one's, you know, working on this till this date. And then you feel like you twiddle your thumb sometimes because these projects are just kind of like playing out like they're going to play out and you don't feel like you're, um, I don't know. You're, you're hustling enough. You're, you're progressing or, or you don't feel like you, you feel like, I mean, you know, some, it just sucks waiting. And then there's, but I mean, is there a way to like make something for you to do? That's going to, yeah, that, that is going to progress you. Not just waiting. Oh, I got to wait till this bank tells me this, 
you know, refinance. I got to wait till this bank, you know, approves me for this or, you know, or this house is done repaired. How do you keep going? How do you keep the momentum rolling? Learning, reading. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I do. Um, Cause right now I'm waiting on, I have three things pending, but I'm about to cancel one. I got one house under contract. I think I'm backing out. It's like, it was the one with the booty salon. I think I'm backing out of that. And really? then I have the refi on my house going. Then I have the rehab going. And I'm like, man, I got a refi, a rehab and a refinance. And then I have one I'm trying to, I got under contract right now. But I'm like, if I get that under contract, it'll mess up my refinance on my mm. house. So I was like, man. And plus, the deal, it's not really a good deal. I'm not putting, I don't want to put down 20% to get a house right now. And mm. that's, they, they're actually requiring 25%. I was like, oh, no, I'm good. Who's they? Uh, the bank that I'm using. They okay. were like, well, we'll give you 20. He said, if you put down 25%, you know, we'll give you this better interest rate. And I'm like, mm. I've seen that. They've been telling me that too. I'm like, damn. Why don't you just buy the whole damn house and have a zero interest rate? Yeah. So I was like, forget <laughs> it. I'm going to back out of that deal tomorrow. I was supposed to do it today, but man, we were so tired. Uh, we had some family stuff to take care of, but man, I'm, I'm going to back out of that one. And then just focus on the rehab the rehab and because this is one of, my, one of my first times just really managing a contractor so might as well learn everything about that i can uh Man. the rehab and i remember i ain't never even seen this property so holy <laughs> the rehab shit. and the refi so in arkansas yeah the when you find i'm making a making a trip um i'm supposed to next weekend next weekend that'll be our first time going down and actually seeing it mm-hmm. uh which will be fun you know we've heard the complaints about it so far uh how bad it was huh? oh by the yeah, contractor no 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 no. uh my uh parents are managing it you know they're like gonna manage the contractor and stuff i'm paying everything out and they manage it for me and then once oh, okay. we get it all off the ground we turn into an airbnb and hit the ground rolling so your parents saw it already yeah they seen it they were the ones because I, I sent it to them they, they, my, they actually sent it to me because i was bidding on another property and they were like hey go check this one out and we bid it on and we got it so and that's really where I've been getting houses from, man. The auction's a hot spot. Nice. It's a hot spot. If you have lines of credit, hard money available, it's a hot spot. So how much um, did you pay for it and how much rehab are you going to put? And then what's the ARV after resale, after rehab value? 48K is what we paid. We we're going to put, I remember last week I told you it was 17,000. Uh-huh. But since it was so, remember, I, I remember I budgeted for 50. So since it came in at 17,000, I was like, we might as well fix it up real, real nice, you know. And uh, I, I, we added a few things. Like he's gonna take a wall out, build mm-hmm. a bar in there, and he's gonna build a uh, patio. He's gonna cut a, another wall out and build a patio. And uh, it came out now. The new estimate is twenty four thousand. So That's not bad. Forty eight k and then twenty four k rehab. So, and the ARV on it. The house next door was just listed at one twelve. I, I okay. really projected it for it to be one thirty five, but it listed at one twelve. And they just sold it. I, I, I need to find out what they sold it for. I'm pretty sure they pretty they sold it for one twelve more than likely. And you know, you refi out of that, that brings you about what ninety thousand. Mm. Because I'm gonna pull eighty percent out. That'll bring me ninety thousand, and I got it for forty eight plus twenty four in. Wow. Yeah. So I'm actually making money off the refinance. <laughs> <laughs> so can't beat that. No, you best can't. If all goes well. All goes well. Fingers crossed. Yeah, man, that's gonna be that's gonna yeah. be cool. Your first burr. Yeah, and I'm, I'm gonna put it on a 15 year note. I'm gonna pay it off in 15. Okay. Yeah. So f- from now on, anything that's under 100 grand, I'm gonna put it on 15 year notes. 
just to get it out of there, get it done and have it ready for your kids. Hmm. That's interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So you're no longer a refi till you die kind of guy. No, I'm going to refi, of course. I mean, after 15 years paid off, you're not going to hit it again, pull some more. Oh, you probably know. not. Cause I'll still be refining it all the other money, you know? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I probably would. I mean, it'll probably be 15 years. It'll probably be malachized by then. <laughs> you know? Right. Right. If he wants it. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool, man. Really? Teaching. It's not even if he wants it. It's my hire is, we can have a property management company manage it for him. And he just builds up passive income, you know? Okay. Yeah. So what happens like at the, how does the, um, the online auction work? The online auction. Oh, it's yeah. legitimate, man. You just, uh, you, you just have to know a market. You have to know a market. That's the only thing. Um, things that I do, um, get on there. If it says occupied, that's not always the truth. So what I would do, if it says like a place is occupied, just call the city and they'll tell you if it's occupied, just call them and see, call like the electric company and the water company. And um, I don't, I, I try to avoid anything that's occupied right now due to COVID. And oh people, yeah. Yeah. You don't want to get in no, no, you don't want to get in a space where you have to evict somebody. You really don't. You want to get something that's empty. Um, Might not be able to get them out. You can, yeah. You don't want to have to get them out. And then, or you can just go, drive by the property and see if a lockbox is on it. More than likely if it's a lockbox on it, it's vacant. So That's good advice. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, definitely check out I'd use auction.com and hubzoo. Auction.com is where I won my last one. So I have been sticking with them. The thing about auction.com after you win one, they start sending you those emails of hey, this will good be a good deal for you. So yeah, it's been pretty good. Oh, I'm cool. actually oh, funny thing is I'm looking at auction.com right now. <laughs> yeah. So now now what's um What's what it was funny, you sent me a text the other day mm-hmm. about oh was it might have been might have been today even, but um about about the lack of um a lack of uh what's, what did you call it? Lack of knowledge people have about finances. Oh yeah, man. So why did you why did you send me that text? Oh yeah, that, that was pretty funny because I was talking about that. Cause so the house I got out the auction, these people let their property go into floor closure because they were collecting comic books. And like you know, it's funny, but then it's kind of sad. It's like, dang, man, you would let your whole house go into foreclosure to collect comic books. And um, so funny. So how is, did you figure that out? How did you know that? So the funny thing is my mom met the lady who used to live there mm. because she saw that we had a, um, we had a big dumpster out there and they were, we were the uh, contractors, they were clearing everything out so they could start the rehab. And she ended up running by there and, you know, and she's like, Oh, just, just I just want one thing, you know? And uh, she's like, we just want a few things and found out they were just in there collecting comic books because the bank put them out and the bank locked the house. And they said, hey, whoever buys the house will give you 30 days to get your stuff out or whatever. So we let her go in there and she just was like, oh, yeah, I just needed my comic books. And it was just comic books. Everything was comic books. And uh, my mom got her number. So she went over there a few more times and it was just like, really, you did all this for comic books. But the reason my mom talked to her and she literally just went into foreclosure for comic books. Man, that's crazy. But yeah, and I was like, it's like the the other side of America, man. Like you really, sometimes people in these people make good money. Like this dude, her husband's a manager somewhere. Mm. Like at a trucking company or something. He's like a manager, and they just, I don't know, man. It's, it's crazy. Wow. You know, it's, it's like in California where you get those landlords who. uh they'll rent a place out really high value, their own home. They'll rent it out and they won't pay the mortgage. <laughs> it's like, 
y'all crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> now crazy. the um, you could have been sitting on a gold mine, though. She might have had some Spider Man number one, some Dude, Superman number ones. <laughs> we were sitting on Let me tell you, we were sitting on a gold mine because my mom called me. She was like, she, she my brother in law. He's real big on collecting comic books and cards. He's been he's been kind of following the Gary V model. You know, Ver, Gary V's been real big into that right now. He's been making some money collecting cards and comic books. Yeah, cards. He's been hitting like really. Yeah, cards are starting to pick back up. So he he had like some of the ones that were over there because I all went and took a look and he just looked them up, man. Some of them comic books were like three hundred bucks. Oh, dude. I was and you like, just gave them to her. Dude, I, I didn't make the decision. My mom was like, she called me. She was like, I shouldn't have gave that lady those comic books. She was, I was like, what? She was like, some of them things was like 300 a pop. So if she walked out with boxes of comic books. Let's say you had five boxes, all of them, three, it's at least 20, probably 50 to 100 comic books at all of them. Wow. They could have paid their mortgage, though. God. Yeah, uh, well, I was like, you know. what? But yeah, they they looked. They were like, yeah. Some of the comics was like, she was like, my mom was like, I was just being nice. I was like, yeah, I know maybe, how that is. Maybe you get some good karma out of it, you know? Yeah, you know, we 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 wasn't planning on making money out of comic books. That would have been a bonus, but you know. Wouldn't that be some shit? He's finding like a hundred thousand dollar comic book in there. It'd be <laughs> the best rehab ever. ever. It wouldn't be come close. <laughs> that would have been that. That really would have took the cake. That you would have been on bigger pockets. Played for the paid the rehab. You would have been on bigger pockets, the best rehab, <laughs> the best burr ever. Put all my money and then some. For real. <laughs> the whole house I bought got paid for by comic books. Found a Hannes Wagner card. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was um, crazy though. We were talking about, yeah, because that's what I text you. I was like, man, that is crazy. People do that though. You know? Yeah. So Investing out of state. That's what a lot of people, I mean, because right now, I told you mm-hmm. how I've been, you know, things have been going and DFW has been blazing hot, dude. Like I said, piece of crap house is going for way too much. Mm-hmm. And um, so you're, you're comfortable with investing out of state. You got your team over there. I got my team and I, I just know the market. I'm not like, if it's like, like one place I want to invest, but I'm not comfortable because I don't have the boots on the ground is Memphis. Memphis is one place that's, fairly cheap and really good airbnb but i don't i don't know the market like that but like memphis is a place i'll go to um i probably need to fly out there just get a feel of the market meet with some investors really i even got to fly out there i can get on bigger pockets you know use it for what it's worth you know network with some people out there but i haven't got real real comfortable with that yet without having boots on the ground right right yeah, Memphis is pretty cheap, but I always hear some crazy crime stories over there. Yeah, there's crime stories everywhere. You just got to know what areas to go. Like, I know if I was to go to Memphis, I'd probably go to Germantown. Like, right north. I think that's like the northern area. I got to look. But yeah, Germantown's a real nice area. Okay. So, the, the refi process, that's taking a long time. Mm-mm. Well, yeah, actually, you're right. For this place, yeah, it is. I'm happy you brought that up. Yeah, it is taking a long time. I think it- 90 days, that's pretty long. Holy shit. Yeah. I wonder why it's taking so long. I think people are just slow right now. I think people are just slow right now. I think that's what it is. Like, and even if you look at like, now the place that I was going to buy, they was talking about they want to close on the 22nd. I'm like, damn. That was quick. (laughs) 
so why did the okay the the house that came with the beauty salon att- attached to it? Why why did you um pull out of that one? I don't want to put down. I don't want to put down that much money. I want to have be able to get my money back like that, like six months, have my money back. You know. Oh okay. You know, and I just, so just it tied like, you up. Yeah, I mean, but it was wasn't a great deal then. I don't know if it was a great deal. I mean, if you're paying twenty, you're putting twenty four thousand down. No, I wouldn't say it's a good deal. Not right now. Okay. Because I'm, it's one nineteen. You get a beauty shop in the back. You get a three bedroom house. The cash flow might be there, but you're putting down twenty four thousand. I'm like, man, I ain't got to put. I can put that in so many other places. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I can get that back like that if I burn it. You know? Right, right. Like, well, send it. Send at the it. auction. Twenty four thousand might be a whole house. Damn. Yeah, I need to get on that auction thing. <laughs> yeah, go ahead though. But send me send me that house if you don't mind. Oh, you want it? Yeah, I'll take it. I mean, I'll look at it. Matter of fact, if you get it, I, I, I because man, I hate I hate to call this. I mean, you sometimes you got to do business is business. Um, might send it to you, but business. Matter of fact, you type it in fourteen. I don't want to say it in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, don't say it on the podcast. <laughs> uh, but just, yeah, just text I'll, I'll let you me. take a look at it. I'll hook you up with the realtor too. Matter of fact, I, after I back out, I'd be like, look, my boy Steve interested. And um, I got boots on the ground down there that would, uh, you know, if you wanted to Airbnb it, they would do it for you. They would take care of it for you. Oh, I got cool. a hell of a cleaning staff. Like, my cleaning staff's off the chain. Like, we five stars every time. Even if you got, like, um, uh, someone to rent the, the beauty side of it, too, you said? Yeah, I got somebody to rent that, too. Okay. Yeah, send, send it my way, man. Okay. You don't yeah, mind? Yeah, man. I'm happy you said that. Yeah, I'm networking, man. <laughs> Teamwork make the dream work. LLT. Yeah. My wife's all about the beauty scene. She'll want to fly over there and pretty it up and all that kind of stuff. Probably. Oh yeah. It's probably going to be turnkey too. Like the only, she already sold a few items. I talked to her today. She sold a few items. She had a vending machine in there. That's not wanted. But she she uh she had already sold it. But yeah, uh, I'll shoot it to you. Yeah, yeah. Be sure to text it to me. Yeah, that's a that'll be a, that actually will be a good one for you because they'll. I mean, you you're probably gonna have to pay for the furniture and stuff, but like they will, my team would set it up for you. Oh, cool. Yeah, if you want it to be ready to go, and it's already updated. The whole house is updated. Hell yeah, I'm down for that. Yeah, yeah, I got a realtor for you. I got the whole team on deck for you. I got you. <laughs> and that'll be part of the. Airbnb experiences too. I'll throw, hey, next door for a little bit more. Get your hair did. <laughs> <laughs> for real. Uh, yeah, because I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna, uh, I was gonna rent it out by booth, but then I was like, nah, I just rent it out to a beauty, a beautician, and let her rent the booths out. So just give me a. Flat. You know, I'm gonna be calling Kim and Am. I already talked to him about it. <laughs> yeah, so I told uh, Kim the other day because I was a part of. I gave, I did a speech for her, one of her groups on Zoom. Really? Yeah, it was like 35, 50 people on there. I did a speech for one of them, for, you know, her groups. And, uh, yeah, I told her, I was like, man, I got a house under contract. And I was like, only reason I was really comfortable moving forward, because I was like, I know I could call y'all because of the beauty salon. I was like, I don't know nothing about it. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. I can't wait. I can't wait to see it. Oh, yeah. It's it's it's, it's pretty. It's a dope house. My pe- I haven't seen it, but my people seen it. So It's a dope house. No, no. <laughs> can't be saying that forgot wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
the was I going to say? Um, the art of negotiations, real quick. I'll talk about mm-hmm. that. You know, it's funny because I went, um, I'm on vacation this week. I'm on vacation okay. this week. Yeah, so I'm doing a little staycation thing. You know, everything's shutting back down again, like whatever. I need but to I, that, Go ahead. Yeah, you get a lot done. Yeah, well, you think you do. But um, so I signed up down the road right here in Hearst. There's a little um, a little gym. It's like a $10 a month kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, so I had talked to them on the phone. Of course, they do this. $40 to start and then $10 bucks and all that stuff. And so I was at Walmart. It's right next to the Walmart. I went there and said, you know what? I'm going to art of negotiations. I'm going to go talk to them, see what's up. Mm-hmm. I told them, hey, if I sign up today, could you waive that $40 fee? Because for the for, if you wanted the thirty dollar a month one that covers all the gyms, not just one of the one gym, whatever. I want the ten bucks a month. And he said, uh, "Well, you know that one. We'll waive it on that one." I said, oh, "Well, I'll sign up right now, man. If you give me something." And boom, boom, boom. He gets on the computer and all this shit. And he said, "Okay, yeah, we're able to waive the fee, and we can start you today." And said, "All right, that's what I'm talking about." And so I'm just saying, people are just too afraid to ask for things, you know. And nine out of, I don't know about nine out of 10 times, nine out of 10 times you get something, mm-hmm. you know, always ask, right? Always ask for some kind of discount or deal, right? Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to offend people. For our work week talks about that. Yeah. Yeah. Asking for you. Just ask. Yeah. You might get a no, but you know. Does he mention the Starbucks test, the Starbucks thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I talk, I yeah. <laughs> I tried that once and I got it. I got 10% off. Yeah. Starbucks. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just getting get comfortable doing that, and then you, it becomes a part of you. You know, it's just repetition. repetition. Right, right. Yeah, but yeah, that that's a that was a, I like that theory of how he was doing that. You know, just ask. You know, that's it's a no, it's a no. Because right exactly. now I'm like, uh, I see, and I'm not really good at negotiating. Uh, I'll have a set price in my mind, and if it goes above that, I'm done. You know what I mean? That's how I always am. Like that's why I like the auction. So I, I I knew, hey, I ain't going above fifty thousand. You got it for right. forty eight, you know, and you could set that price in your mind. You know. Hmm. And by the way, the good thing on those auctions is what you really want to do is wait till like it's four three minutes left on the auction, then start bidding. Really? Yeah, yeah. Kind <laughs> of do that that old eBay trick. Wait till it's at the very last minute, and then you start bidding when ain't too many people. You know, people. It might be ending at three o'clock in the afternoon and people are at work, so they can't bid, you know, things like that. Now, now I don't know if that still exists, but they're talking about back in the eBay days that people had some software would automatically, you know, be the very last one to, to bid, you know, five bucks above everybody else kind of thing. Facts, that still exists, yeah, especially it, now with like things like Zapier, you can, you can automate anything now. And that's actually a good idea. I need to look into doing that. <laughs> you can win all the auctions, man. Yeah. But then you could just pick and choose which houses you want. You don't have to. Correct. You won't be locked up in all of them, right? Mm-hmm. Plus, oh, it costs okay. like to bid. It costs twenty five hundred. It costs twenty five hundred, and if you don't get the house, you get the money back. So it puts a twenty five hundred hold dollar hold on your credit card. That's what use a credit card. Don't use your debit because it'll take it out. But credit card oh. just holds it and then puts it back. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. So I ain't never spent any money, you know. And then and then the twenty five hundred, if you win, it goes towards the earnest money. So it's cool. Cool, it's cool. cool. Yeah, I, I sent you one too. I, I keep reading st- stories about people using that PPP for <laughs> for doing stupid shit, man. We're, we're people getting popped. People. people are getting popped, man. Yeah. Some dude, the story I sent you was a guy. 
he said uh, he was he needed it to keep his barbecue place running, mm-hmm. and then they they found out he didn't have a barbecue spot. He didn't buy any barbecue. He didn't he didn't have any employees. He got a million dollars from the government. I'm like, really a fucking million a million dollars? And he went and started a, a a coin account, you know, buying Bitcoin and all these other coins. And then he said, well, that's how I pay my pay my employees. He don't have any employees on the books. And he even got and it said it didn't say the other amount. He got another amount for this other business that he just made up out of the blue. But they're just sending people money, dude. And they think they're gonna get away with this shit, man. I already knew, and that's why I, <laughs> the videos I made were for that exact reason. Cause I knew people were gonna be BSing and fudging and making up stuff and you know. Um, but yeah, your tax return is gonna save your ass on whatever they send you, you know what I mean? So yeah, oh, yeah. be careful with that that uh Cause, PPP money. I didn't get the PPP, I just got the SBA. Oh, okay. I didn't even want the PPP. I was like, just give me the SBA money. So I got the grant and then I got the loan. So. Oh, okay. Because I think like this is what people figure. Wow, there's so many of us doing it. They're going to catch all of us. But what the IRS will do, they'll send you, you know, they have their automated shit too. They'll send you a bill. Hey, you owe us, you know, $100,000. You got to then... connect that to an EIN <laughs> or a social, man. They know where that money going. <laughs> they might right. be careless with it and free, freely giving it away. But, you know. Yeah, they're going to get theirs back. They're going to try to fill the coffers back up, man, one way or another. Yeah. But I just thought, man, there's some people doing some shady shit. It's all right, man. It, it, nope. Yeah, I already knew that was going to happen, man. I've been telling people, man, don't go to jail over these SBAs and PPPs. You know, it's, that's what the, that, that's fed time. Right, right, right. You might um, get a nice hot, hot, three hots and a cot in the fed. <laughs> Did you say cot or something else? Three hot cot. <laughs> you know, fed, they said fed time. I don't know. You said something. You said it's easy. I don't know. Yeah. Oh man. Um, the house I was, I was, you know, it's funny. This house that I, I was trying to get in Grand Prairie, and um, I was, I was messaging the, the other uh, agent, and and she, she keeps saying, well, she's supposed to close. They're supposed to close last week, but they're waiting on some kind of form or something but then they're supposed to close this week and i still see the thing pending i'm like i mean whatever if these if you're gonna just let <laughs> if you're just gonna let these buyers just keep dragging you and dragging you like this man that's that's on you mm-hmm. but um here's what i you know the price i'll pay this and that if if they do if y'all want to back out with them or just say hey y'all y'all you know you already missed the date three or four times already you know we need to sell this house because the lady that's gonna sell it she wants to build her a house so she can't do nothing until she gets things things sold. I just don't understand. I think the agent's young and she don't know what the hell she's doing. You know, there's a lot of that going on. Yeah. So I'm like, I mean, I'd be like, man, if you ain't going to close, man, screw you. I got like three or four other people want to buy this house. Hmm. It just, it's just weird. It's just a weird situation. It might be a situation where maybe things are slowing down. <clears throat> Possibly. Like, I don't know, though. Oh, as far as nah, I look at houses. I look at this area every day. I don't, man. These houses go fast. If it's halfway decent, it's gone, man. It gets like twenty bids and shit. I mean, it's just crazy. The market's crazy right now over here. Really? Yeah. Now, up for sale. <laughs> I guess the only yeah, I keep, yeah, I think that too. But I guess the only thing that um, because a lot of people are unemployed, right? Yeah. It keeps them. I mean, you can't be unemployed and buy a house. So I, that keeps them out of the market, but I guess the rest of us who are just or still have to work, you know, what I'm saying we're not getting that free money. We gotta, I mean, at least we at least we can still buy homes, you know, because yeah. we got a W two. 
See, and I, I think people should take this time to learn like a hustle where they could, you know, a hustle where you can, you know, create income for yourself and make it taxable so you can, you know, show that you have other income coming in. Definitely take that time because right now, man, you see the dot jobs just letting people go. You know, it's it's a risk. I've been on TikTok and I've been watching so many people post different side hustles that are out there. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, hmm. man. It's it's funny because um, uh, Trump and his boys are threatening to shut down TikTok. Man, there'd be a lot of pissed off mofo's in this country because really? <laughs> it's a like Chinese company. It's a Chinese app company. Really? And so they're saying, of course, that, you know, they're worried about people stealing people's data and all this mm-hmm. stuff, you know. And so I think it's just to stick it to China myself. But, <laughs> man, yeah, he's <laughs> – oh, man. And then and then someone came up with a theory that, that these – they call them tweens or teens or tweens, whatever. They – you know, a lot of them hate Trump. So mm-hmm. they, sent out, they sent out a thing on – tiktok to go for everybody to snap up all the tickets that for the tulsa rally he did some rally in tulsa and they did a thing where everybody go online and buy these or not buy these you know they're free just sign up for these tickets and so when he did his rally there it was like a half empty little stadium or whatever because Mm -hmm. people had locked up all these tickets and they're saying that you know it was tiktokers doing this shit so i think uh, he might (laughs) he might be pissed off at tiktok (laughs) making them look bad man it's, it's a cool i've been on it i've been on it real tough with the live let thrive account by the way i follow up follow live let thrive on tiktok um i've been on it real tough and i've seen like how powerful it is man like i, I followed like all the real estate people on there the people doing short-term rentals it is a very very good place to to advertise what you have like like on the short-term rental space side to advertise what you have and not only advertise it you can create a link on there where you could pe- send people directly to your website, you know? So it's, it's TikTok, and, it, and you get followers so fast, man. It's crazy. Like I see people get a million followers quick. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Damn. Yeah. TikTok's crazy. TikTok millionaires, huh? Yeah. I mean, million followers and just go from there. You know what I mean? So definitely check out TikTok, man. TikTok's the truth. So they're taking over Facebook and, um, well, remember Facebook's Facebook's a little different. Facebook's a different crowd. TikTok's biggest, and it's not even really their competition because of how it's set up. It would be Instagram, but TikTok lets you post everything to Instagram. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Facebook hmm. need to buy TikTok. They probably will. <laughs> I think they tried before and they they pulled out. They, they tried to they tried to buy the company that owns TikTok. I don't I don't know what happened. The negotiations broke down or some shit. Sure. But they could have they could have had them. <laughs> they, they, now they, I will say they they kill an Instagram because it's more organic reach. The people that you reach are the people that you want it in front of. While Instagram, you have to force it by following different hashtags. Um, yeah, like Mahogany knows how to build up an Instagram account. Like with engagement stuff like that with tiktok you just put the hashtag in and go like the really? llt hashtag had a bunch of followers i don't know what llt is besides live let thrive but had a bunch of views <laughs> I don't know, and i was trying to think of what it was i did i i, I should have googled it but i didn't google it but yeah llt stands for something somewhere hmm that's interesting oh well you know <laughs> We left a little cliffhanger last time. It's funny because you didn't know what happened, but I heard it that day, and I was like, "What's up with Will and Jada Smith?" 
<laughs> That's craziness. But you you said something. I saw you put something. They you know they kind of took us for a ride, kind of thing. They kind of they kind of they kind of played us or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's craziness right there, man. But yeah, but that's different, 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 different something else going on over there. <laughs> Just but yeah, man. They got their open Hollywood thing going on. I don't know, whatever works. Because <laughs> I was like, "Hey, man, what happened to Will and Jay?" You're like, "Huh? What happened?" I was like, "Oh, okay, he ain't heard yet." Oh yeah. Then, then the whole world, man, went off on him and shit. It was crazy. <laughs> She got entangled with the dude. That's that sounds painful. Painful. Uh, <laughs> oh man. So um so you got any other avenues, any other ventures going on besides just the real estate? Uh no, I'm gonna start um doing online classes. Well not online classes, I guess like a little on our Live Let Thrive YouTube, I'm gonna start putting up different stuff of what I'm working on and how I'm working on it and how I'm doing it so other people can learn and do it too, you know. Like the burr, how I pull, how I'm pulling it off. I make a little, I'm making a video. I got my uh, whiteboard coming in. So once my whiteboard's in, I got my light. I'll, uh, I'll be posting some stuff on more stuff on our YouTube channel. You know, people seem to oh. love those how-to videos, especially with the SBAs and all that. You know, oh, nice. I, I guess I think the SBA shut down again. So the PPP. So. Oh really? Everybody lost, lost out on if you ain't signed up, lost out on that money. But. Mm. Yeah, that, that money's good money because it's like three point seven five percent interest at thirty years. You can't beat it. But there's rules with it. You can't do stuff with it. You can't expand your business, but you can um, pay off business debt, pay employees, day to day operations. Oh, okay. Yes, I mean you could still, you know, what I mean you could, you could wiggle room for some stuff. So nice, nice. Yeah, so man, it was a good time. Those two years, these how long how long we've been doing this podcast? Since twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen? I think it's seventeen. Twenty seventeen. I think it was twenty seventeen. When did you live in Hearst last? Probably twenty sixteen. I lived oh, in Hearst. Wait a minute. Seventeen. Might have been seventeen then. So 18. all of our fans should have been building building up their business credit. <laughs> we've been telling them about it. Yeah, we we yeah. came a long way from doing the podcast. We were doing it in your house. Did it in yeah. your second house. We did one a couple episodes in your third one. So yeah. So in that time you bought what, one house a year? Yeah, pretty much about one house a year. Well, I got four houses right now. So every couple Good. I think we were at Navajo for a couple years. We might have been there a couple years. And then we you bounced to this long, one. Though. Not too long. No. Yeah, you got in and got out. Yeah, you got my, in. My, yeah, my wife's getting tired of moving. So she said we can't move anymore. Really? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, y'all got that pool now, right? We got the pool, man. Yeah, so it's yeah. helping with the COVID, right? So we, I mean, yeah. a lot of it's funny because they say they're building pools left and right now because it's been two neighbors just got pools. Jeez. Yeah. So we got, yeah, two neighbors just got pools, and then everyone else, if they can't fit a pool in their backyard, they're putting up patios. Okay. So they, the, the chill spot, you know? Yeah, just to get outside, man. I need to start yeah. getting outside some more too, because man, it's just like it seems like sometimes you're just stuck in the house. You know what I mean? You're like, dang, you really, really oh, can't go nowhere. So, and then it's a hundred degrees outside. <laughs> it's been scorching, ain't it? It's been It's been terrible, man. Yeah, and then like all your ace. Then my that's one issue I've been having at one of my places, one of my uh, short-term rentals, is the AC. Um, but it wasn't the AC; it's the damn um, those smart settings. When you have those smart thermostats. 
-hmm. Like if they don't, you know, if nobody walks by the AC unit or by the thermostat, it just turns off the unit. So like (laughs) it's in between guests, I'll have a guest check in and it's 80 degrees in the house, man. They're like, dude, I can't, you know, I'm like, (laughs) so I have to change those settings for people that have smart thermostats. If you're already going through this, or if you're a new host, turn that crap off. You know, just set it to a certain place where it's going to, you know, be energy efficient for you. Oh, okay. That's a good tip right there. Yeah, because it's been, man, these scorching days, man. It, it kills the AC, but I, I got a brand new unit on this house, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, you did that this year, right? Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, you paid, right when quarantine happened. You paid some money on your house this year. Yeah, I put. I actually got some more money I'm putting into it because I'm getting a new patio door, the ones with the screen, the blinds in between them. I'm getting mm. that. And I got a guy, actually, I got a guy in DFW that's doing some real good work for cheap prices, man. If y'all need any work done around your house in the DFW, hit me up. Me my guy, I'll give my guy a big pat on it. So mm. check it out. You know, you know, I was thinking there's probably a lot of contractors out there that are, that are doing off the books work, you know, because, because, because this COVID thing let a lot of people that independent contractors claim um, unemployment. So they get unemployment money, getting 600 a week on top of that. Plus, they, I mean, they're an independent contractor. Who the hell, who's going to follow them all day? Know that they're still going to get jobs. Exactly. <laughs> Cashing in three ways, man. Hey, I'm telling people, man, if you want something done to your house, man, I've, I've told people this since the beginning of quarantine, what, four months ago? If you want something done to your house, do it. Get it done. Like, you can really, you know, make some, get some stuff done for cheap. Now, I'm getting yeah. new walls in. I'm getting this wall behind me fixed. I'm getting everything fixed up and I'm getting a new patio back there, a new patio door. Yeah. Get whatever done you want done. I looked into those studio sheds again. Um, we had our guy, Zach Meadows on um, the, uh, what was it called on the mastermind? And he built a studio shed in his backyard and he, but he lives in the studio shed and rents out his house. So <laughs> Damn. Yeah, when you're single. You can do that type of stuff. So I was like, yeah, I looked in one of them to put in my backyard. So, now what i've seen a few which one was that how much was that one to put in his said he cost his cost 15 grand but the ones okay. i'm looking at costing 25 grand oh damn yeah and the bathroom and everything yeah it's like it's like a little house mm-hmm. like a little i think 200 something square foot house it's like a tiny home put it in your backyard okay. i gotta i just gotta make sure i can get one built no, you got to talk to the city, freaking Arlington. I know, freaking Arlington. Man. I told you before I, I called them because I was going to do that at the house. So you know, one down the stadium, by mm-hmm. the stadium, and I called them. Well, go. They said, "Well, it's going to be a thousand dollars fee just to um, get us to go. You know, see, you know, see if you can do it. You know, put in the paperwork and all that. It's a thousand dollars fee." Mm-hmm. He goes, "I said, okay. And how long does it usually take? Uh, it could take you know up to six months before we approve you." And I was like, oh, damn. I said, well, what happens if after six months, then I don't get approved for it? And um, they said, well, I said, I'll get my money back. I said, no, that's, that's, that fee's gone. You don't get your money back. I was like, God damn. Fucking Arlington, dude. I know, man. Arlington, man. Oh. Every time. It's like I look on the map and I you know, have my agent out there looking at houses. And I'm like, she always sends me an Arlington. And I was like, no, nah, I don't care how good it looks, man. Arlington's just not friendly for us people, for oh, us investors, man. man. Dude, I don't know why. They just want to keep it hood, I guess. You know, certain parts. Yeah. North, they just want to... Well, the middle. Right in the middle. Right like, right, yeah, central Arlington. Like, north Arlington's the entertainment district. The south side is the, uh, like, the suburb, suburban area. Then you have the middle, all 
hell breaking loose. You got the GM <laughs> plant. You got – for real, man. Like, they just – I don't know what the, what, what the, what's up with Arlington, man. That should be their slogan. Arlington, keep it hood. For real, the middle of the <laughs> Central Arlington, that's what they do with it, man. And they don't want nothing coming up in here. God, I don't get it. Dang. I don't get it either, man. So I was trying to – yeah, I'm, I'm still thinking about getting that house built. I'm going to look and keep looking into it. See, see, Grand Prairie's hood, but they're business-friendly hood. <laughs> see, Grand Prairie's like a different type of hood. Like, Grand Prairie, you got the hood on the north, and then on the south, you got the – that's where the football players live. It's like, damn. Like, yeah, you got some nice areas, wow. yeah. Like, South Grand Prairie is like – like, that's the biggest wealth gap of a city I've ever seen. Like, I'm for real, like <laughs> – North Arland, North Grand Prairie, you got the hood, and you go to the South Grand Prairie, it looks like the Taj Mahal of houses down there. You like, uh, damn, yeah. yes, South Grand Prairie, man. I'm talking, no football player. Like I know Michael Crabtree lives over there. Um, uh, Jerry Rice has a house over there, I believe. Jerry Rice, whoa, <laughs> South Arlington, man. Like going right into uh, Cedar Hill, man. Crazy. Yeah, Dion lived out there, right? Yeah. Cedar Hill. Is he? His kids went to school in Cedar Hill. Probably did. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice out there. Cedar Hill. Cedar Hill and uh, South Grand Prairie is nice. Hmm. Yeah, if you uh want the nice area of the uh Grand Prairie, go to the south side. Right, right. But if you're looking at uh Airbnb, you might watch out for those HOAs though. Are you running to a lot of HOAs in uh Grand Prairie? Well, not where I'm looking. But the the, the nicer areas have HOAs. Yes, because so. I haven't – I ain't ran into HOA issues in Grand Prairie ever. Ever. Yeah, I ain't really hit too many um, – no, I did when I was looking for arbitrage. They was like, yeah, it's an HOA neighborhood, but you couldn't tell. Like, you know, it seemed like they really? were pretty lax. But I'm pretty sure if you started Airbnb and somebody would complain about it. Yep, there's always some Karens out there. Yep. <laughs> no. Where I would look at, if I was looking at Grand Prairie, look somewhere off 30 or like where 30 and PGBT hit. I would look somewhere up there. Yeah. And also, they're also building that really, really big um, apartment complex out in Grand Prairie called Southfield, I think. It's like really nice apartments out there, like three levels. And then like you got to, you get the roundabout balcony if you get it. It's mm-hmm. pretty nice. Now, um, Chris, I believe it was Chris, uh, bad with names, the 27-year-old millionaire that was on our show. Yeah. Remember? Baldwin. Yeah, Baldwin. There you go. Chris Baldwin. I, I started because, yeah, Chris Baldwin. And he, um, you know, he's got his little, he's got a, yeah, check out his YouTube channel, Chris Baldwin, uh, young millionaire. Great. And very inspiring story. Check out our, our episode on him. Um, but he, he, I guess he's starting to do guests, have guests on his show now on his YouTube channel. He's straight YouTube. He don't have a podcast or none. He's just straight YouTube. Mm-hmm. And um, this guy, I, I just started watching part of it today. But this guy, he has this guy on who um, who makes $150,000 a month in rental income. And <laughs> so, that's, what it, that's what it was. Well, the interesting part on that one, on that episode and we don't, and and kind of like it's got to be beat, beaten into us from like, uh, oh, buy and hold forever, hold on to your stuff forever, blah blah. He's like, well, you know, you can't always think that way because he said he gave, for example, he started investing in two thousand three. He said, well, when in um, my I bought this house for like one hundred fifty thousand, and like a couple years later, it was worth two hundred and sixty thousand. So he's like, he's like, well, man, it's worth a lot of money. So I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna cash out. 
and I'm going to 1031 exchange it into something else because he sold like a fourplex. Then he just kept doing that because he just sold it when the prices were good. And he, he, he's ended up with like these, um, like a 40 unit apartment and other, you know, big ass apartments. And he just, just, you know, sold when the prices are right. And there's nothing wrong with that. Pulling your chips off the table when it's, when it's a good time to do it. Right. Especially and he said, follow the old monopoly, man, get four houses, get a hotel. That's what he said. It's like playing real monopoly straight up. And, um, and he said, people get attached and said, no, I'll never sell my rentals. I'll never sell my rentals. He goes, and then he goes, if I would have thought like that, I would have just been here sitting here today with, with six rental properties, mm-hmm. which ain't bad. But it ain't $150,000 a month in rental income. <laughs> exactly, bro. People don't realize that, man. Yeah, you got to. Yeah. That actually inspires me to look into doing a 1031. Take the right. out of this and get a multifamily. Yeah. Straight up. What if you pulled the equity out of the house you live in, got a multifamily, now you're living for free. Then you get your multifamily. They give you loans off the money coming in. You. Woo. Man, thanks for that. I'm happy we talked about that. Now, me and, now I got something to do. See, I forward you that episode. It's pretty good. This guy is really good, man. I seen gonna... it. I seen a bit. I seen the title to it. I ain't watch it though. Oh, okay. But yeah, yeah, 1031 exchange to a, a multifamily. That'd be now. Now I need to know to go look at multifamilies. Put that on my to do list. <laughs> and it makes sense. I mean, put all your. It's a lot easier to take care of. You know, they're all under one roof. So it's all easier. To, a lot easier to take care of, man. And then you can live in one, and you know. Cut your own living expenses. There you go. Yeah, think big, right? Yeah, for real, man. 1031 exchange multifamily. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to call that the monopoly theory. I like the that. The monopoly theory. <laughs> yeah, man. People, I mean, it's like, yeah. There's If you see an angle, take it, right? Because... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I got good renters right now, but I wouldn't mind. I mean, looking into. I mean, they're my properties, right? I could sell them if I want. Yeah, you know, I could, I could make the most. I guess the what do they say? Highest and best use of something, right? Yeah, the highest and best use of something. If I could, I even thought about this because I. You remember how, how Kim and Am? I still get properties sent to me from Indianapolis, and I like you know, duplexes and on duplexes, triplexes, stuff like that for cheap. But I think, man, a regular house here costs more than that. I could sell one of my regular houses and buy into one of that and get three, you know, two or three units right away. You know what I'm saying? I don't know about Arkansas, if there's opportunities like that in Arkansas, but, um, Oh yeah. In Arkansas, what what do you mean? If you were to get a duplex, yeah. All day, but they're going to be in the hood though. Oh yeah. The hood, hood. <laughs> like, like you going if you get a multifamily in Little Rock, man, you going to the jungle. <laughs> Straight up, man, you going to you going to the trap, man. <laughs> Straight up, man. I'm telling trap. you that now. You you going to the trap? We buy trap houses. You know, <laughs> hey, you know, it, it's money in it. Like if if I honestly though, but if I were to go multifamily in a market like Little Rock, I would put them all on Section Eight. I'll, oh I'll man, guaranteed income. Yeah, I would sectionate them just because it's. I would sectionate them and put a property management company on them and let them handle all that. So you ain't, you ain't handling that. That's great advice. Great advice, man. Yeah, I'd, I'd definitely sectionate it. But yeah, let's see. Now, now I have a question for you. How much equity do you have? Do you think you have in all your rentals? 
Oh, that's a good one, man. I have to do some just real quick math off the top of my head. Probably got, man, 80, 80 and 1. Let me see. 150. Uh, 150. Let me see. 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. That's looking nice already. Yeah. 180, close to 200, maybe. 200? Yeah, that's so, not counting this house we live in. Okay. Apparently, it's gone up a few, a couple, 20 G's since we got it, but you know. So let's think about it like this. If you were to 1031 exchange all your houses for one multifamily, do you realize you probably could do it? Damn. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to look at it, man. So you have to look at it like, damn. Because like, you said, how, you have many houses do you have right now? Four? Four houses, yeah. Yeah. That's when you can get a, that's when you can get a hotel in Monopoly once you hit four. Man, this is the nice, this is the perfect time to sell too. And do 1031 exchange four houses, man, you do, man, you, you'd be, dude, you, that would push you to the next level. If you were to 1031 exchange all your properties, got like a, if you were to get like a man, a 20, with that much, you can get like a 30 unit in even more. Oh, you're talking about like a down payment and then finance the rest. Finance the rest. Move oh, yeah. You always use leverage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Move into one of them. Uh, like a 3-2? Yeah. Like a one of them, a nice one with a 3-2 somewhere? Shit. I'd move into one of them. Stack bread. I ain't paying nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm chilling, man. God dang. Why didn't we start this when we were single? <laughs> Better to start now. You got your legacy. No, going it's, on. it's, it's, yeah, it's, there's always different stages in life, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, because if, if I if I was to do that right now, cause I think I mean, I'm gonna see how much equity I have. I think I have. Fifty. Twenty. And then, oh, I got about two hundred k, two hundred two fifty, probably close to three. Oh, I didn't even count the new house. It's probably close to 300. So if I was to take that equity, do a 1031. See, now, now, now I'm tempted to get on LoopNet, man. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I ain't thinking that. Just do a 1031. I might do that in December. Instead of doing a refi, just do a 1031 on everything. Even your house. Yeah. Move oh, into man. a multifamily. Move into like a... a, a Moving to a, a 20 unit. The thing is, December is not a good time to sell, you know, right before Christmas and all that. That's true. I, can, I, I mean, my whole point is when December hits, that's when I can refinance. I really could just refinance in December, pull mm -hmm. the cash out, don't because you don't pay taxes on it anyway, and then still, you know, just let the cash sit and then do the 1031. Well, Mahogany, I just made our retirement plan. <laughs> episode 131 <laughs> dang i didn't think of that yeah you could do a 1031 uh, yeah jump up to the big places yeah start kicking with the big boy you know <laughs> grant cardones right for real 10x that shit <laughs> <laughs> he don't want no damn single families he, he might he, uh, i don't think he, uh, 
I don't agree with his theory on single families, but I see what he's saying. I, I, I understand what he's talking about, though. You know what I mean? Mm. I, I like yeah. single families, but I, I, I've always, y'all know I've always been in the multifamilies. And damn it, I think I just found my way in. There you go, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm about to look into that. I'm about to look into ways to do like a multi, multi, multi multiple house. My parents did it, though. They did it. They they did a 1031 exchange with one of their duplexes in their main house, and then exchanged it for multiple properties instead of, you know, instead of apartment or something. Yeah, they exchanged theirs for like they exchanged two, for I want to say three houses, three single families. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm about to hop into that, man. That that might be the thing to do. <laughs> Yeah, and of course, you're gonna Airbnb all of them, I'm sure. Or most well, actually, of them. I probably like with the um, like unless I had a 20 unit apartment complex, I would rent everything out to cover costs, and then all the extra ones, I would literally lease them to my LLC, then Airbnb them, and then I'd probably live in one. You know, that would be pretty dope to do. See, now I'm about to look around Dallas to do a, you know, do a 1031. There you go. Man. So I love LLT, man. You always get some good ideas. Off <laughs> Just, yeah, go brainstorming. Yeah, yeah. Brainstorming, you know, that, that always helps. Hell yeah. That might be my retirement plan right there. You know, 1031 it all off and then. Then you can just focus on hustling, you know, get four while you're living in your, your uh, 20 unit, get four more houses and do it again. I like it. I like it. Yeah, man. Velocity of money. I love it. For real. That's how the rich get richer. Straight up. That's how the rich get richer. <laughs> and the poor get poor by buying comic books. There's some expensive comic books. Yeah, they're expensive, but uh, she wasn't paying her. Oh, man, I hate that for him, but damn well man it's a good little app you know a little spur of the moment app we learned some things yeah that was a good app yeah we talked about 1031s we talked about uh burr strategy negotiating leasing. yeah negotiating leasing your places back to your llc's yeah that was a good, this was a good episode cool cool and i might i might have me a house with a salon in the back Oh yeah, there you go. See, we even I even sold off Steve a house. Get put a house in Steve's hands. Matter of fact, I'll call my realtor now. And I'm, I'm gonna send it to you after this episode, and I'm gonna call my realtor. Awesome, man. Appreciate yeah. it. All right, y'all, man. Thank y'all for listening to us. Um, this is episode 131. Remember to follow us on Instagram, TikTok. I'm heavy on it now. Instagram, TikTok. I live, let thrive. And um, by the way, if you're looking to have getting help, get. Matter of fact, since you're in the house, you ain't got nothing else to do. You need to go ahead and get in shape. So when you go back to work, you're not looking like the blob. Uh, go ahead and get in shape. Call up Mahogany. Get on Mahogany Artist. Follow Mahogany Artist at IG. And she will get your health and fitness game on point. And we are out. Later. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live, Let, Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.